So, you're a Twitter D-lister, and you're thinking to yourself, man, how can I get influence? Fret not, my friends. Al and I are going to show you how to Twitter stalk your way to success. Twitter stalking. Man, that's a scary word. What do you mean by that, Al? When we say Twitter stalking, really all we're talking about is following what certain people are doing on Twitter without necessarily going through the act of following them. As you well know, um, if you get your follower count too out of whack in one direction or another, for example, mm-hmm. you're following twice as many people as following you, mm-hmm. that can act as a signal to a lot of people that you're not a good person to try and interact with. Right. And the thing that's great about Twitter lists, I love Twitter lists, by the way. Mm-hmm. Twitter lists allow you to sort of keep in touch with people without actually following them. Exactly. So it doesn't clog up your Twitter feed. Right. We got lists, we got followers, we got people that we're following. We got all these terms. How do we make sense of it all, Hal? Well, you got to get organized to make sense of it. Yeah. And that to me is one of the most important factors in Twitter mm-hmm. stalking, right? Right. Cuz you got like what? Like 300 million people on Twitter right now. Yeah, there's tons of people and Anyone can go out there and make posts or try to interact with people. But in order to really make it effective, you, you need a purpose. Right. And, um, and once you have that purpose defined, you can define who you're trying to interact with much more narrowly so mm-hmm. you can be more effective with your time. Because let's face it, you can spend as much time as you want on any social media network. Right. And... There was a tool you were showing me earlier today called Follower Wonk. Yeah. Which is a Moz tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, a lot of people might be familiar with Moz. Moz does a lot of uh, SEO tools yep. uh, and, and analytics and things like that. And man, it's pretty awesome. Because they have a little search field. You can search bios yeah. of everybody on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Right? And you can assemble lists. Uh, you can search by location. Um, so I know how you are moving up to Dallas, mm-hmm. and I know you did some searches for some people up in Dallas Definitely. before you moved. Yeah. So, Hal, you're, you're in Houston yeah. right now. You're moving mm-hmm. up this week to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you assemble your, your Twitter lists? So, I definitely used that tool you're talking about, Follower Wonk, mm-hmm. um, because Twitter by itself has pretty, pretty limited ways to search for relevant people. Right. And um, I wanted some high re- highly relevant audience um, to interact with in order to sort of prime the market for my arrival. You mm-hmm. know, when you talk to somebody cold, you know, right. they, may, they may be less likely to entertain you as mm-hmm. a job candidate or, or something like that. Right. But if they've been interacting with you for months and months over Twitter, you seem more like a person they know and that is familiar. Right. So you, you can cut through some of those um, mm-hmm. barriers that might keep you mm-hmm. out otherwise. And the follower wonk tool gives you social authority, which is a number kind of like clout, but it, it's different. I noticed it's, 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 it's pretty far off. I, have, I think it's 1 to 100, but it's, it's pretty mm-hmm. far off from clout. Yeah, they, they have such a number of, of tools in, in the follower wonk bio search. You know, that's the main thing I mm-hmm. use. I'm sure you can get more in depth with it, right. but... You know, it's not just searching for a term. It is specifically searching the bio, so that's really right. handy. Yep. And you can search, like you said, you can search by location. You can search by, um, you know, you can narrow it to a minimum number of followers or a, a maximum number. Right. You know, how many people they follow. Um, 
and a lot of stuff like that, including the metric you're mm-hmm. talking about, where they sort of measure right. measure influence. Right, because you need some kind of filtering mechanism. I feel like because there's a lot of people on Twitter, and you, somehow you need to separate like influential people <laughs> and non-influential people. Exactly. You know, so it's entirely possible. Uh, for example, I, I cut off the low end of the high end. Right. I didn't need someone with five followers because I didn't imagine they would right. be a very useful contact yeah. for what I was trying to accomplish. I also wasn't in, interested in the high end. If you have 50,000 followers, you're probably not going to be talking to me, even if I exactly. talk to you. Right. And then uh, a, another feature that's even more useful than that in some cases is, you know, how recently they tweeted or how many tweets mm-hmm. are on the account total. Right. That gives you a really good idea of how active they are so you right. can cut out inactive people. Right. And exactly. That's the whole thing is with Twitter, you have a lot of inactive people. Yeah. So you need some kind of filtering because... You know, I mean, they don't have to have the highest score, but at least if they have some kind of score, yeah. you can see at least, well, hey, they're active. They know how to use Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know how to use social media. Because that's important, I think. I mean, yeah. Because not everybody's great at, at social media. Right. And, you don't ha- and a lot of people don't have the time to do it. Exactly. Because you know, these people know. with outrageous scores, like, they're <laughs> professionals. And you right. just can't, you know, I mean, there's, like, one thing, like, you know, being active on social media. There's mm-hmm. another thing, being a professional, that, you know, you do that every day exactly. for a living. And, you know, I mean, a lot of those scores are just unattainable for regular people that have, you know, uh, regular jobs. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If your job is not to be on Twitter all day, you might not be able to reach that level. Right. So we're talking about the lists, Hal. Mm-hmm. And I, I use TweetDeck. I like TweetDeck because it's sort of like a native uh, Twitter app. Sure. Right now it works on the web. They don't have like a native uh, iOS app or Android app. Um, but uh, but it works really well like on a desktop or on an iPad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work so great on an iPhone right now, but right. maybe maybe they'll change that. Yeah. Um, but it's great for you know organizing your lists and seeing multiple lists. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're talking about how you know you don't necessarily because you can't get the social authority score or the cloud score within TweetDeck or some of these other tools. Uh, but you can use Follower Wonk ahead of time to sort of sift out people and just sort of manually add them to a list and then sort of use the power tools afterwards to kind of interact and monitor with them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, the cool thing about Follower Wonk is that how it helps you narrow things um, and, and really hone hone that down. Hone uh, it down. <laughs> I, I'm certainly not, I'm not aware of a, a tool that will let you directly put those people into lists from follower wonk mm-hmm. and so i'm essentially manually opening up those windows and deciding whether or not to add those people to lists through you know right. twitter on the desktop or something right and um but once you've done that and that is a little bit of legwork um mm-hmm. you can use tools like you're talking about like TweetDeck to monitor mm-hmm. those lists mm-hmm. and you know go in uh, a couple of times a day for a couple minutes at a time right see who's saying what and interact with the people specifically mm-hmm. on that list to right. really make sure your interactions are valuable. Right. And some of the ways I've sort of organized the list is you can organize by topic, like, mm-hmm. you know, SEO, social media, right. development, th- things like that. Um, or you can organize uh, by location. Yeah. You know, you were looking to move to Dallas, so you assembled a Dallas list. Exactly. And, you know, I have uh, a residence in, in Austin, mm-hmm. so I assembled a Austin list. Yep. Um, and uh, you can see a lot that's going on, at least for me. I mean, I'm kind of interested in, in startups and things like that. So mm-hmm. there's a lot going on in Austin. Um, so you can see, um, 
you know, all, all the action going on, you know, the, the, the uh, startup incubators mm-hmm. and things like that, um, people posting uh, videos, uh, events, and you can see all that, you know, through the, tw- through the Twitter lists, which is really handy. And that's, you know, a whole separate column from, you know, maybe your hometown or a different topic. Exactly. And you can have like 10, 20 of these things going yeah, at you the can same ha- time. You can have all kinds of lists, you know. I started out and a lot of mine were topic-based, but once mm-hmm. I knew that I was going to be searching for, uh, you know, for something in a different town, of course, I started a list that was based around the right kind of people and the right subject right. matter, but was mm-hmm. specific to people right. from those locations. Right, and you can assemble public lists and private lists. Yeah, yeah, and Twitter, um, you know, you you can create lists, but the, one of the other cool things is you can make them private. You can right. lock them down. So... Right. Um, you know, it's it's entirely possible that you might have a reason you don't want a specific list to be public. Right. Maybe maybe you create a list that's on a certain subject, mm-hmm. uh, like legislation, and you don't right. necessarily want everyone else to have that resource, but you want to be right. able to easily and quickly comb through that list of right. resources that you have available. Mm-hmm. So I could potentially assemble a Twitter list that I privately label jerks <laughs> yes. and place Hal Werner on that list. And he exactly. Would, and he would never know. It's true. I would never know that I was on the jerk list. And you could look at me and all the other jerks at the same time. Right. See what they're up to. Yeah. You really Seem get kind the, of jerky things that they're saying. Yes, you could really get your finger on the pulse of the jerk network. <laughs> Another thing that's great about these power tools that you can use, Hal, is we, I think we all have some people on social media that we know that are a little bit chatty. <laughs> yeah, Am I right? Very, Pe- very chatty. People that kind of they, they kind of clog up your your Twitter feed. Yeah, there's you know it's it's good to have a certain amount of consistent um, input mm-hmm. to be effective in in Twitter, but you get to the point where you see somebody's face for about twelve tweets in a row and nobody got in between. That's problem That's level. right. So these power tools with TweetDeck, uh, especially, there is a mute feature, mm-hmm. and you can just you know plug in a username of somebody, somebody's Twitter handle, plug that in there, and you will never see their face or tweet again. Bam. Now, it doesn't hide them from, you know, if you go to Twitter.com, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to see them because you are following them. But, you know, sure. if somebody's a little too chatty, you can, uh, you can put the kibosh on them, you know, while you're in your, your TweetDeck power tool. Definitely. And does that work only for their tweets or does that also work if someone else, like, retweets them? Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's totally gone. I mean, it's just everything from their timeline. Right. So if you're following somebody else that is mm-hmm. tweeting something, then you'll see, you'll see that, you okay. know. But it's basically, you know. All of their tweets you, you won't see. Got it. Um, but TweetDeck has some really nice filters um, where you can filter out things. Uh, you could just see like links. You could just see photos. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's got all these different kind of filters. That's really nice, you know. Yeah. Um, you can you can filter it out so that you only see tweets that that people write. Mm. So you know you could filter out um, tweets that that have links in them. Because you know, everybody's you know tweeting out something with a link, right? But a lot of times, like for me, like on my home timeline, I just want to see what people are saying. Yeah, I don't I don't care so much about the links. I mean, the links are nice sometimes, but mm-hmm. I just want to hear what people are saying because you know everybody's tweeting a link here, link there, link there, and you're like, ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I just want to know what they're what they want to say mm-hmm. sometimes, you know. And you can you can filter all of that out. Excellent. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of great filtering tools on TweetDeck. Uh, I think people should check out. Um, do you have any other uh, recommendations for, for people, Hal? No. I think we've said it all, folks. Hal, if, 
people wanted to reach you for some strange reason, <laughs> how, could, how could they reach you? Well, if you need another guy to add to your jerk secret Twitter list, uh-huh. then you can find me on Twitter, at Hal Werner. That's H-A-L-W-E-R-N-E-R. And if you want to find me off of Twitter, you can find me at HalWerner.com. Oh, fantastic. And people can find me at Ken Mariko on Twitter. Uh, or go to kenmariko.com. Um, you can also subscribe to this podcast if you go to kenmariko.com slash iTunes. That'll take you right to the iTunes store where you can subscribe and hear more of me and special guests like Hal. I'm a very special guest. In fact, he is. He's on my special guest Twitter list. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.